streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Welcome into the Bears Illustrated podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Miner, and Baylor just uh, lost. We're, we're, we're a few minutes removed now, maybe an hour removed now from Baylor's 43 to 40 loss to the West Virginia Mountaineers in Morgantown. And we are catching up with one Ben Chase college football super fan who is attempting to complete the ultimate college football a world record road trip uh, by traveling to as many games as possible. Believe the goal is 60. It might, has, it might have ballooned since then. But he was in Morgantown tonight. So while it was not a good night for uh, the Baylor Bears and yours truly, uh, it was an incredible experience. I can only imagine for, for Ben. And uh, Ben, welcome on. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, can you just describe that atmosphere in the game that you witnessed tonight? Yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm humbled and blessed, and thank you for having me on. You know, uh, as someone who objectively, you know, I, I'm I'm on this road trip to see 60 college football games, and honestly, I'll probably hit 70, uh, which is crazy to think about. You know, tonight was my first game in Morgantown, seeing West Virginia and Baylor, and, you know, obviously you and, and your cohorts and fans. The outcome wasn't what you wanted, but... You know, it's a Thursday night game, which you don't expect to see an atmosphere or a high. Like, I was very humble. I was I was shocked at the the tailgate scene and the, the just they were doing the stripe out and for a Thursday night game. You know, I was I was like, super impressed with that and you know the Bay- Baylor's effort tonight. You know they. <laughs> With a minute and a half left, you know, you guys had the ball, went like the 35, 37-yard line. You know, you couldn't ask for a better opportunity yeah. to take the win, take the win on the road. Um, and, you know, it was, it, was, it was a good night here for someone who, as I'm a neutral fan, um, uh, to experience a, a shootout here in Morgantown. Yeah, and and this was game twenty five for you, right? And and you're road tripping it. So I think I think in one of your recent interviews, I think uh, the most that we have on record for someone going to college football games in a season is eighty one. But they use some air travel and things like that um, to help yeah. them along. You're you're solely going on the road. Was that always part of the original plan of I'm just gonna drive until the wheels fall off type thing? Yeah. So I didn't even know about so. So I, I, I went into this in week zero about – so I, I left my last – I was doing NIL. We talked about this before. We hopped on here. Like I was doing NIL, and I just kind of you know left my last company about two and a half, three weeks before the college football season started. And uh, I've done road trips in the past, Orlando to Gainesville. Orlando, well, that's not really a road trip. Orlando <laughs> to, college, to College Station is 17 hours overnight. I've done – DC to Orlando, Orlando to Auburn. Yeah. On a, so like I've done these and and uh, you know I I love I am a sicko when it comes to driving our country and uh, and just in general I can't drive five minutes but I can drive fifty five hours and so like you know I I looked up 
know, what's the record for most college football games and a road trip specifically, like on the road, not flying. And I saw two brothers in 2016 do 50. And, uh, you know, a week and a half before week zero, I, I looked up and I said, all right, well, I, my outline that I have, I said, I can do 62 minimum, you know, and that is, as long as my, my van, which her name is Betty White, as long as she holds up, I can do 62. And right now it's week seven. And I have 68 games on my schedule, which means, you know, I have about three and a half weeks to get potentially two more games on there to hit 70 games. So I, you know, it's the record is 50 just on the road trip. And you mentioned 81. I didn't even know about uh, my friend now, who his name is, his Instagram or Twitter is College Football Campus Tours FCFBG. And like, he was at the game tonight too. Um, he's done 81, but he, he also, it's a, a completely different lane. He flies into cities and he'll drive the local games. I've driven from Orlando to San Jose, uh, from a Wednesday night game in Orlando and UCF to San Jose state on Friday night, that's 42 hours and 41 minutes of driving, uh, to get oh. there. So like, it's, it's just a different, you know, a different beast. And that, and, and like, I love my, his name is Mike CFB, like, it's just it's. I've met a, a lot of like college football sickos, if you will, um, on this trip. But yeah, my my goal and my what I'm going for is a record of. I'm driving all across the country. I've already put eighteen thousand miles on my van in seven weeks, seven I guess eight weeks, including like week zero. So yeah, that's that's basically what I'm doing right now. And when I say I'm doing, at this point, I've had over a hundred and eighty people. Uh, helped me with a trip. Either it's they're Venmoing me or giving me a ticket. I've gone to 25 games as of tonight and only paid for four tickets. So that's that's kind of crazy if you think about it. Yeah, it's it's truly incredible. Um, you know, and, and you're doing a lot of zigzagging across the country. I think your first game was the backyard brawl, right? So my first game was uh, week zero, New Mexico State. My my second game, but my first game of week one mm. was the backyard brawl in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and you live in Arizona, so you live in Arizona full time, correct? Yeah, so I have a I, I, I have a lease in Arizona, a studio, third floor apartment that I've been trying to sublease since August, <laughs> and I've had one person message me about it, and I messaged them within twenty minutes, and they said. JK just found a spot. So, so like, yeah, so I live in Tucson, Arizona, but I'm from Orlando originally. I'm a Florida Gator, uh, and I just love college football. And I kind of, you know, like two and a half weeks before the season started, I was without a job, and I I just, this is, this is what I decided to do. Wow, that, that is beautiful. So are you, so you're still, you know, no, no job. So you're without a job and you're like, well, let me, let me go, go ahead and do, do this. Take a shot at it. I, I have the, I have the time on my hands, huh? Yeah. I mean, like at this point it has become a full-time job. Sure. Between, you know, driving, I drive about 40 to 50 hours a week alone. <laughs> and then, you know, going to the games, I try to do a, a, a vlog at the games. I try to meet you know, a passionate fan from each fan base and, and, and ask them about their story and why they love their team. And, and, you know, from, so this week, you know, Wednesday, yesterday, I was in uh, Huntington at the Marshall game and my seat, my week this week goes from football. goes on. There's a Sunday game this week. I don't know if you knew that, but there's a Sunday college football game. So I'm going Wednesday to Sunday, six games in five days. Ooh. And then, People are like, well, what do you do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? 
That's a good question. I, you know, during that, while I drive to my next location, or and you know, action is about to turn up, so I'm going to be in some action. But always, I also during that time, I send out thank you letters. You know, I've had, like I mentioned, 180 people or so help me with this. So I've sent out 90 thank you letters. I'm way behind on those. I, I send out, you know, I, I reach out to, you know, local news stations and say, hey, like I'm coming here. Here's my story. Would you like to share it? And if they do, cool. If not, like you know, I keep it moving. And and it's 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 about three full time jobs driving and going to games and you know i love it so I, i'm never going to complain you know i actually tweeted today that i was mad my, my phone i can't get off a tweet with lte much less 5g and i'm not even close to the stadium so but like besides that like you know i'm i'm super blessed and humble so like this whole experience has been incredible honestly yeah it's it, that's just incredible what um you know driving you're basically driving across america which which is awesome yeah. what what's uh you know, a favorite site or a favorite spot that, that you, you know, drove past. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if you have time to, but you know, obviously there's a lot of nature, a lot of national parks. Um, yeah. you know, a lot of cool things that I'm sure you run into in small, small towns, you know, one stop light towns, uh, any, anything cool that you've done on, on this trip or, you know, whether you're going yeah, back to I'm, or something new honestly, that's come up. Honestly, I haven't told anyone this, but, uh, so this is like, so the, the last, or 24 hours I've been to West Virginia and before this trip I've done road trips before but I've never actually stopped in West Virginia so like in the last 24 hours I was in Huntington and Morgantown and I uh, went to the game last night the Marshall game and they got lightning delay yada, yada, yada. but um, you know after the game and again I haven't like today I, I, I took time and I got my fifth oral change of this trip which is crazy to think about uh, but after that I drove and I went to the Marshall campus and I went to the, 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 the fountain, the Memorial fountain of Marshall. And then I went over to the, the Memorial site on the cemetery. I, I haven't told anyone this. I, I just said, I'm going to do Like I told a few Marshall people that reached out to me, but I haven't like put it on social, like, because I just didn't care. I was like, I don't want to promote like, yeah, do it. Like I don't want to be selfish, but you know, like today I drove to like the Marshall, just the the memorial at the cemetery in, in Huntington and I just I parked and a lot on this road trip everyone's like I gotta go to that t- this tailgate and this tail and like I, I try to go to all the tailgates but today like I slowed down and I just wanted to like lean into what this is all about. like what college football is all about and you know I, I drove up to this memorial and I put my car my van Betty White Park and I just sat like there's there's somebody there so I was letting them like kind of like do their thing and I kind of sat in my van for like 10 minutes and I got in my van and I went up to the, the Marshall Memorial and just took a like just sat there and kind of soaked it in like you know they had Marshall this year beat Notre Dame and like that's a huge win and I, I, I at the memorial there's a someone printed out this like just you know paper and it was it was laminated and it said we beat Notre Dame. We are just like everyone else. That's what it said. And it was just a picture of the win. And like, like that, like really hit me very hard, you know, because like I've said before, before I even went to Marshall, I've said like nothing in this country, nothing that our community and our love of this game, uh, nothing in our country pulls people together in any small community more than college football, you know, politics, religion, yada, yada, yada. Like, 
I could wear a Baylor shirt, I could wear a West Virginia shirt, and if I just go and show up and say, I want to be a part of your team, there's nothing more special than that. Like today, when I, like this morning, after I got my fifth oil change, I said, I need to just go and see what this is all about. And like, very humbling to say, and like, I don't want your podcast, I don't know what your podcast is about. Like, I'm sure it's like, you know, like Baylor and loving and exciting and like, but genuinely, I, I just sat there for a few minutes, just soaked in. And that, that stamped this trip and said, Ben, like, this community, this, this sport that we love, this, this game that we love, like, it's more than just, you know, the 60 minutes of what's all. And I've been trying, I've been preaching that since I, but like, when I sat there and saw, like, people continue to go to this memorial and they say, we beat Notre Dame. We are like everyone else. Like, and I've been to Benedict College, which is a small D2, uh, uh, HBCU, like, and, you know, there's probably 2,300 people in the stands, but every person there loves that school. And, like, that's what this is all about. Like, I've been stopped. I've been to the Grand Canyon. I've been to all these places. I've been to uh, a lot of places across the country on road trips. But, like, just going to – I went to the University of Florida, and they have a, a pump-up song. Or, and then before the game, they say, we, we don't wake up in bedrooms. We wake up in shrines, right? And, like – the, the, every game I've been to and every tailgate I've been to is, is, is a shrine to that university. And, and I know this is a long answer to your short question, but I would say like going to these schools and just meeting people and just seeing their love and passion for their community, their school, their, their, their son, their daughter, like the people that are at these schools, like that's been the, the, the most impactful thing of this trip for me. Yeah, that, that's amazing. That's exactly what college football is all all about um, and what makes college football just so, so great as a sport. You know, everybody wants you to be a part of their their community. Everybody loves that community, whether it's the tailgate or something, something special that um, that pulls, you know, that specific school, university, group of students um, and alumni together uh, from homecoming to um, history. And yeah, for, for those listeners that, that don't know, um, Ben, I believe you're referring to the uh, the plane crash memorial site um, in Marshall um, that that lost their team tragically in that in that plane crash. Uh, correct. Yeah. So yeah, they lost yeah. 75 people, and like I I I you know I didn't plan on going to those sites, but I just you know this is a college football road trip. And, you know, the record, I'm not, I don't know if I'll ever, I, I applied to Guinness and I don't, I, I'm not going to find out if I even qualify for like another six weeks because that's just, it takes 12 weeks. So, sure. you know, if I can, you know, if I can sit back and take in things like that, like this is a story about the love of college football and the love that people have for their community. Uh, like there's nothing more, I don't think there's, anything in our country that shows how much college football means to a community more than uh, the city of Huntington and Marshall and, and just the, the tragedy and the, and the rise from that tragedy. Uh, you know, they've had two national championships since that. And like, I went to UF and we've only had three national championships total. So like, it's, it's just incredible to, um, and, and the, the, the community there, you know, I, 
I tweeted, I'm driving from Tucson, <laughs> Tucson to Huntington, 1900 miles. And that tweet kind of like became like a, like this guy's coming to our family. Let's adopt him. And that tweet, I, I, the coach Huff, the, the Marshall coach followed me and messaged me within like five hours of that tweet. Like then their AD, when I, when I got to camp, he said, here's a sweet ticket. And also you have run of house on our stadium tonight. Like, like that, it's crazy what like incredible going and just, and, 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 and just being a part of the school, like, and that's not me, like, brag, like I was very humbled by this. Like, you know, every school is different. Every story on this road trip is different. Like, and unfortunately, like, I'm not going to get to Baylor on this road trip, but you know, ideally next year, you know, if I can do this forever, like I would love to come and, and, and it just tell the story of Baylor football tell the story of Baylor in general. And, and, and it's not about every, you know, everyone's like, you got to go to the Georgia or Alabama or Ohio state game. Like every community, every city, every, like there's so many things around us that make college football the best sport in our country. Um, and yeah, I, I'm sorry that if I talk too long on this, I'm just very passionate about it. No, you, you, you never have to apologize to me, Ben. That that's that's great. Um, I think Baylor fans will definitely uh, um, register with, with that on on some emotional level. Um, not sure if you know, but but we have uh, a tragedy that happened to our basketball team in 1929 yeah. uh, called the Immortal Ten. They were busing down to Texas for a basketball game and. A train struck uh, struck them on a on a foggy day, um, and tragically lost lost ten ten players, um, mix of players and, and fans. So uh, that's you know I, I think each each school unfortunately has something to that effect uh, you know woven in their tapestry. Um, but that's that's very you know unique and special that you were able to do that in Huntington and um, and kind of just get to be a, a West Virginian for uh, a few. A few days uh, between Marshall and then and then West Virginia. Here, um, I'm from Virginia myself, uh, born and raised in in Virginia. So, um, just a neighbor to those folks. Uh, yeah. I'm 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 interested uh, to know because I think one of the coolest things uh, about your road trip is that you stay. You make it a point to stay to the end of every football game that you're attending, yeah. Um, yeah. which I think is great. I think it's it's awful when people leave a little too early or um, you know, try to beat traffic or, or whatever. Um, I'm the same way. I want to stay to the end of, of whatever game I'm at. Um, uh, you know, so, you know, I'm, I'm curious, take, take me through this, this West Virginia game, that, that scene at the end where everybody's singing John Denver's country roads, um, you know, swaying back and forth. I, you know, it, it, they showed some of it on TV. I think it looks awesome. I absolutely love that song. I, I hate as a Baylor fan that I love it so much because uh, when they when they beat us, you know, which uh, which is often the case, especially in Morgantown, uh, that they play it and that means that Baylor lost. But I do love that song. I love how it brings everybody together. What was that moment like? Yeah, and it, it happened very very quickly because like the game, you know, you guys had the ball with uh, I think it was like forty seconds left or so. So like it was. You know, the game wasn't over until well, the zeros, right? Like, right. you guys. And uh, I, um, you know, I, 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 um, I, I was in the, the first half, I was in, you know, I was at the, you know, 40 yard line, you know, 27 rows up or so. And I was taking it in. I took a lap. And, you know, for me, it, you know, because I'm 
I, I try to experience as much as I can in the game and in the stadium and just see different vibes. Like someone said, hey, would you like to come up to my suite? So I, you know, in the third quarter, I, I went up to a suite and just kind of took it in. And I came back down for the fourth quarter in the stadium. And, and like I said, like, you know, you guys had the ball. And then there was that crazy, like, you threw a pick and then West Virginia threw a pick. Yeah, yeah. Like the game was like back and forth at the very end. And um, all I remember at this point was, you know, the – it you had that I think it was a fourth down like it was fourth and whatever and you know the stop happened and where I was everyone started grabbing each other and they're like all right we're ready we're ready we're ready and and then they the song just hit and my phone I don't have any uh, data on my phone as far as like saving like I was I was trying to get a video of me like swaying back and forth but my phone was like you don't have any data so you're screwed uh, so I was like all right I'm just gonna embrace this moment and what's funny is. So this is actually the third West Virginia game I've been to this season, but my rule is I always go for the home team. So I've been to the backyard brawl, which was West Virginia at That's Pittsburgh. It. So I, yeah, and you know West Virginia uh, Pittsburgh won that game, and then I was also I went to uh, a Thursday night game, West Virginia at Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech. And, was, <laughs> and that was a sold out game, a Thursday night, incredible experience. West Virginia actually waxed Virginia Tech, yeah. but. So I've, 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 and so they were one and one with me in experience, and I've seen both sides. So at the Virginia Tech game, I'm going for Virginia Tech, and they got waxed, and I experience, and I get emotionally invested in the home team. Like that, at that game, it's probably one of the worst losses I've like felt as a fan of a team this year. Um, and I was like super sad. And in the fourth quarter, it was, I, it's funny because my friend goes, but you're going to end up being like that sad, lonely fan that they show on camera because a lot of times I do end up when you said like staying through a fourth quarter I end up being one of the last people in the stadium win or lose and, and my friend's like you're gonna be the sad lonely fan when you at those games and I at that game like I was so mad like you said like when they were singing West Virginia like country roads I was so depressed and the fact that I had to walk back to my car about 1.2 miles from the Virginia Tech stand and all I heard like it was country roads. It was it was intoxicatingly frustrating. But tonight, because I was a West Virginia fan for one night, like, and how quickly it went from forty three seconds you had the ball to zero, and I was with these fans and like soaking it in. It was a special moment. And although it was a Thursday night and the game wasn't you know sold out, but there's I don't know what the, the, the capacity of the stadium was, but it was very impactful. And I thought it was a very special moment. And not just tonight, but in this road trip, but also in, like, my life. Like, it's, it's weird to say this, but, like, the last 24 hours of just taking in college football in West Virginia between Marshall and West Virginia, there haven't been more special times in my life than these two games. Even though Marshall lost last night, like, that, the experience I had and the love that I've shown, was shown from this year, just, just for going to the game, you know, like, I went to a Benedict College game. I've been to a Charlotte game. I've been to a Marshall game. These families, not these fans, these families of these schools, like, it's incredible to, like, just put on a shirt for one night and just be like, I am going to support your school. And so tonight, this is, again, a long answer to your question, but, like, it was a special moment to just share. And, and I was around people that have, have, have had season tickets for 15 years but also uh freshman sophomore junior 
of West Virginia. And like, it was cool to just see the love that, you know, they have for their school and share that moment with them. That's yeah, that's amazing. And, uh, you know, I definitely, before I let you go, I want to kind of understand, um, you know, um, the best game that you've been to on this road trip and, and yeah. the best stadium uh, or best, best game day experience that you've been to on this road trip uh, thus far. Yeah. So uh, I would say that the best game or, or games, uh, I would put two above the 25, the 20, other, other 23 is. So I went to Alabama at Texas and Texas should have won that game. It's not even close. Like, yep. Yeah. Nice. It was a 20 to 19 win. And, you know, they've, Texas missed like a 19 yard field goal before halftime, which like I could probably make and I haven't kicked a field goal since high school. And, you know, obviously yours got injured in the first quarter. So that was one, but the fact that they were in the game in the fourth quarter and the, the family behind me was a father and two sons, like the, their investment in this game was like, I wanted Texas to win. And I am, I'm a, I'm a Florida fan. And we joke about Texas being back because we're not back. So, like, the, we laughed that Texas sucks because we've been sucking for so long. Uh, I wanted Texas to win just for those people behind me. And then the other game, and I hate to say this, but it was the LSU-Florida State game when Florida State won ah. on a, a walk-off block extra point with no time left. Like, if that game, it was in that, it was in New Orleans at the, 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 Super, or the Caesars, whatever it's called. If that yeah. game was in, in Baton Rouge or in Tallahassee, like, that game would have been probably the best game I've ever been to in my life, like, without a doubt. Wow, like, what is the best game you've ever been to in your life? Uh, that's, yeah, so I would say that it's probably one of those two. Like, really? I, okay. As a, as, as a Gator, like, I've been to some special games, um, but, like, a blocked extra point with no time, like, that's, it's a walk-off win on a block extra point. There was no time left. Like, I, it's probably the best game I've ever been. Like, the fact that Florida State was up 14 with eight minutes left, they choked it, and I was like, oh, this is great. Like, as a Florida fan, seeing your arch rival, like, struggle uh. in person. Uh, but, you know, it, I was on the Florida State side of the stadium, so I kind of was like, I don't know. I, I wasn't rooting for Florida State, but I wasn't mad if they're going to win. They, they, you know, zero time left. They block an extra point, and it's a, like, if that game was a bowl game, if that game was a playoff game, like if that game was in New Orleans, or I'm sorry, in Baton Rouge, which I've been to Tiger Stadium twice, one of the greatest places in the country. If you can go to a game in Tiger Stadium, go. If you can't go, go anyways. Um, <laughs> that's like, that's number one on the list, right? All time Tiger like, Stadium. Uh, so I would I I mean Baton Rouge and Auburn. I mean I'm biased. Florida separately, but like. A night game at Auburn. I've been to three Auburn games. Uh, like I've adopted them as my family. Uh, I have a my friend is a fourth generation Auburn Tiger, and his sister is about to have their fifth generation. Auburn at night. There's nothing in this country, and I can say that as someone who's gone to a lot of games <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah, Good right. Match. Like, eh, like nothing is, and, and Tiger Stadium. Nowhere in this country gets louder as fast as. Tiger Stadium, and and like that's faster than Florida. Like, and I've had people that go to Florida, like Auburn played UF like two years ago, and they're like, yeah, Auburn fans like this is the loudest stadium. And like for me, I I, I can't tell because I I just lived that for a few years, right? But between Tiger Stadium, Auburn Stadium, and the first five minutes of 
Lane Stadium at Virginia Tech yeah. between Inter Sandman and oh, yeah. West West Virginia's first punt. That was as loud and as electric as any place I've ever been in my life. Like it just sucks because like Virginia sucks right now. <laughs> Virginia Tech sucks. Yeah, yeah. But, like, um, so I, and it's one of those things. It's like every game I've been to has its story and its stuff, and there's a special moment. Like people are like. You should do a top five power rankings, yada, yada, yada. Or you should go to the sororities or fraternities and just get, like, drunk content. That's, like, very – that's, like, very small stuff that's easy to do. But, like, I, I, I never want to shit on a university. I don't I don't know your podcast as far as cursing goes. I never want to, like, make another call or fan base or alumni, like, feel bad about their school because I think all of these schools have something special. In fact, like – I went to Texas State, and as far as the in-game experience goes, if I was going to take a family of four that was four to 84, Texas State is the best in-game experience I've been to. Like, And you would be like, what, Texas State? Like, whoa. like, They have a petting zoo, a bounce house, a beer garden, free photo booth. You can go okay. on the field after the game. They have two jumbotrons that are bigger than – half of the country if not 75 percent of the country like like that like you're like it, it, it's mind-blowing the fact that i can say that with confidence but like that doesn't mean that my game at charlotte or my game at it's uh you know benedict college or my game at harvard was less than that it just means that those, those that school was just special for that reason right so like i don't yeah. know I, i'm rambling i'm sure but sorry about that no no uh baylor so i'm dating myself a little bit here but before they built uh mclean stadium uh floyd floyd casey stadium was was an off-campus uh venue that they played at and uh kind of like texas state right after after every game you know they allowed yeah. the fans on the field which was really cool as a student you know you just spend an hour just like tossing the football or just you know playing around running around or hanging on the field after the game which was which was cool um yeah that that texas alabama game obviously one of the greatest games so far this season um the funny story my greatest college football road trip uh involved was was three texas games over labor day weekend 2016 which culminated, it started at Baylor. Baylor had like a Friday night uh, game against FCS team. And then we went to Texas A&M for UCLA to, uh, with Josh Rosen and Texas A&M. Yeah. And then uh, Sunday, uh, Texas hosted Notre Dame. And that was the Texas's back game call. Uh, uh, and we, were, we, we got to that game. And, you know, so each, each day we just, you know, drove to the next spot right and we didn't have tickets so we had to like figure out how to get tickets each time and for texas we weren't in there uh you know the tickets were expensive you know yada yada nobody had extras that they were just willing to give us and my my friends and i we found these scalpers that were like hey you need tickets like yeah like all right 50 bucks like sweet it was like all right great like do you have the tickets or what what's up and it's like this is what's going to happen you're going to hold out your phone uh the guy at the gate's going to scan it and you're just going to walk in. And we were like, uh, okay. Okay. And no joke, no joke. He shepherded us in. He walked in with us, gave him the 50 bucks. And then we were in the stadium. We just like went up to the nosebleeds and, and stayed for, uh, you know, found some spots and, and stayed for the game. And that was a wild game that actually had a block PAT scoop and score as well. 
uh, crazy enough. But uh, yeah, that, that's my you know wild road trips, <laughs> college football road trip story. Um, I just it, it, I thought of it because you said the make a fun of Texas is back, which is always great to do. So um, this is Tony Kornheiser show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. From the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles, now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes! Ben, Ben, what's, real quick, what's next for you this weekend? Where are you headed to, um, yeah. you know, next couple of days? And then, you know, what are, what what's uh, beyond this weekend? What's your... Uh, you know, most looking forward to, obviously every place is different, but is there any one, you know, whether it's a rivalry or a stadium uh, that you're going to that, you know, you kind of have circled on uh, for the rest of the season? Yeah. So, I mean, this week is kind of crazy. So this is my second game of six this week. Uh, So tomorrow I go to Princeton and then Saturday I have Michigan and Notre Dame in the same day, which is a lot. (laughs) And then Sunday, I was originally supposed to go to a game in St. Louis, but they just announced that they're moving it to Arkansas. So that means that instead of going five hours from Notre Dame to St. Louis, I have to go 10 hours <laughs> to uh, Arkansas. Uh, so that's my week right now. But, you know, going forward, I have, uh, you know, I, I'm going to the whiteout next week. Uh, Minnesota at Penn State, so Ooh. it's funny. I'm going. I'm going to Penn State at Michigan this week, and I'm going to be a Michigan fan. But like from like a college football like perspective, I would love for Penn State to be undefeated at the Whiteout, right? Like, and yeah. Minnesota is really good. Um, and then looking ahead even further, I have I'm going to the. So I really am very excited about going to the Egg Bowl, like which is Mississippi yeah. State against. Um, uh, Ole Miss, and the reason why is a few a few reasons. In two thousand in twenty twenty during COVID, originally I had a huge road trip planned. Uh, I was planning a road trip, so Florida was going to go to play Mississippi in in the Grove, which is historically and like nationally known as the best tailgating in the country. Yep. yep. And. Uh, I was going to do a bus trip, and I was planning. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty invested in, in Gator Twitter. I don't know if Baylor has like Baylor Twitter. Yeah, we do. Like, <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I'm like pretty tapped into that community, and I had like a, a Facebook group and an event, and I was like, all right, we're going to do this, yada yada yada. So, long story short, I'm going to the Egg Bowl this year, and I am very excited to just experience the Grove as a Ole Miss fan because they're the home team this year. So, like, that's probably at the top of my list. And I'm also going to go, as of this right now, like, to the Iron Bowl in Alabama. But I have a rule. I have six teams that I don't wear home team gear to. So, 
like I won't be wearing Alabama gear. Nice. Uh, but like, so like, I, I'm a Gator, and I have like, I have to have some kind of like, I have to hold myself accountable a little bit, right? So like, I've uh, there's six teams I won't wear their gear. Can I guess? Can, can I guess? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, Florida. So I'm gonna say Florida State, yeah. Alabama, yeah, Tennessee, yeah, Georgia, yeah, that's four. Um, Miami, Miami, that's five. Yeah, one more. Uh, it's not as obvious, but it's a game I've been to this season. <laughs> well, that I narrows mean, it down. I, mean, <laughs> uh, I mentioned I mentioned it earlier. Uh, LSU. LSU, yeah. So like those, like and I like LSU. Like I don't really care about, but I'm right. Like LSU, Florida State, Miami, Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee. Like I just like if I dated a girl that was wearing like that went to the school, maybe. <laughs> but like I just I felt that I I feel like I should have some kind of standards and rules when it comes to like. So yeah, so those six schools. I won't wear, but I've had many people that are Alabama fans actually like just are, they're already invested in this trip and they're Venmoing me and like sending me money. And like, they're like, you got to get to Alabama. And I'm like, I will, but also are you cool that I don't wear your colors? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, but like, and so, I mean, I, Auburn is absolutely trash this year and it's hard for me to say because like Auburn's one of my favorite places in the country. Um, so yeah, so I, yeah, so I'm excited for that one. I'm excited for the Iron Bowl. Uh, Ole Miss uh, next week the whiteout I and but also I'm excited for like this Sunday because the game has changed from like St. Louis to Arkansas and even though it's a five hour extra drive like it's I know it's like two age what, what's that game uh, who's playing Sunday it's, it's um it's Alabama A&M at Arkansas Pine Bluff Pine so Bluff. it's like a very like niche HBCU yeah. game that's on a Sunday and like uh and it's, it's like my third HBCU game of the season and I'm those are you know I, every game is different like and it's funny because you know the actually the Alabama at Texas game was like logistically the worst game I've been to <laughs> like <laughs> like no one knew where my seats were like I I like none of the, I asked like five people I was like where is this section and they go I don't know whereas like. You know, I'll go to the, the very the same day. You know, this, that was my. I've been to three, three of the Saturdays I've been to. I've gone to two games on the same day. That same day, I went to a Texas State game. And that, the very, after it, I was yeah. like, "This is the best. This is the best like end game experience I've been to. It's so easy. It's turnkey. I can get a. You know, I can go to this like cool beer garden for free and take a you know you know a millennial photo booth with lights and stuff. So like. Uh, you never know what you're gonna get. I mean, and, and for me, it's like at this point, the games are like tertiary, if not like secondary, if not tertiary, to just yeah. like the story of this trip. Um, yeah. But yeah, so those are some of the games I'm excited about. That that's that's amazing. Um, you know, uh, wishing you all the best of luck. Uh, hopefully, Betty White uh, will continue to <laughs> keep on trucking. Uh, I hope every game day experience is just amazing uh, i've been to alabama myself for for a game once uh it's it's amazing you know that, that's a that's a great experience um but yeah i i, I hope you you're able to do everything that you want to do ben um real quick go ahead plug plug your twitter we don't want you sleeping in your van 
um, uh, we, we, we want to cut the, down the number of nights that you have to sleep in your van. So, you know, pl plug, plug where everybody yeah. can follow you and, and your journey at. Yeah. So, I mean, right now the best places to follow me are on Instagram and Twitter and it's just Ben G chase G for Gator, but it's really my middle name. You know, I, I'm a, I'm out here. I, you know, I've, I've, I've been on the road for probably 38 or 39 days. I've slept and I'm more, I, I, I still go seasick, okay? So I have a nice little bed in my back of my van. It's not anything sexy or crazy. Like, this is, you know, people say, this is your, my dream trip. And like, I, I'm very, and they're like, I'm living back there through you, but also I'm like, do you want to drive with me from Orlando to San Jose? And they go, no. <laughs> 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 um, so, and, but also at the same time, you know, this is, like, this trip, I was, uh, I was my, one of my friends I've known for like 12 or 14 years invited me on one of his, uh, uh, he has like a weekly clubhouse and he, it's like for entrepreneurs. And I said, I said, I don't know why you're want me to be a part of this. And he goes, no, like people are going to like the story. And uh, so I went on today and I, while I was driving to Morgantown and, um, someone said to me, like during it, they go like this, like I've learned so much from this story that you have from like a marketing perspective and just a business perspective. And I was like, I'm living this kind of like nomadic journey, journey, nomadic thing. Like, and, and, and this, I'm, I'm chasing what I love in front of everyone. So like, I don't know if I'm going to get to 60, much less 70 games, but all I know is I'm waking every, every day, scared as hell, but I'm going for it. And like, if, if, if there's anything about the story that can attach to like, you know, if they're a student at Baylor or if they're, you know, they're a graduate or they're in law school and, or whatever, like, I just encourage, like, this is game 25 and I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but, like, all I know is I wake up every day and I'm going all in on what I love and people around me and, like, that reach out to me are like, let's freaking go. We're going with, like, so I just encourage people to just go after whatever they're doing. If it's starting a business, if it's going for the PhD, if it's going for grad school, whatever, like, if you're going to do it, lean all the way in. Like every week I try to add something to my arsenal. Like this week I'm going to post on Reddit. This week I'm going to post on Facebook. This week I'm going to do a video with a jump cut or whatever. Like whatever it, it is, like that, like follow me. I don't give a shit if you follow me or not. Like honestly, like all I want to do is encourage people to go out and, and go for it. Like my last name is Chase and like what, like everyone's like, oh, like Chase, whatever, like Yes, chase whatever the frick you want and go for it and, like, lead into it and go all – like, if you can't wake up every day fired up about what you're doing, figure the frick out what you're doing and go for it. So that's all I'm going to say. Absolutely. Ben, thank you so much for joining. Uh, glad you had a great time in Morgantown. Not so glad that Baylor had to lose. But uh, thank you so much for joining, documenting this experience on yet another uh, podcast uh, media outlet for, for you. Um, really appreciate yeah, it. Good man. luck. Good luck uh, chasing this. And um, uh, you know what? Just get, get a good night's sleep and, and hit the road <laughs> uh, safely the, the next day. Really appreciate you uh, coming on. And thank you, everybody, for, for tuning in to this episode of Bears Illustrated and, and listening. Thanks, Chase. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. And as the, I learned, the second school to ever win a, a Texas uh, basketball national championship, I'm all in on you guys. So hopefully I'll be able to see you guys uh, uh, in person very soon, like at home. And we'll, we'll host you for basketball season too if you can't make a football game, man. 
hundred percent. I mean, I my my lease is up uh, in Tucson in February, so right in time to uh, slowly start driving east to, to see you guys. Sure. <laughs> I'm excited about that. One hundred percent. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. Have a great night. You too. It's the UEFA Champions League on Paramount Plus. Europe's top club soccer tournament. Champions versus champions. The best teams facing off in the knockout rounds. Magnificent! And it all takes place. While you're filling out financial reports at work. In the middle of your day, in the middle of your week. So use that second screen. Call in sick. Do whatever you gotta do to tune in Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Nobody watches the UEFA Champions League like us. Stream every match live exclusively on Paramount Plus.